Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. What is happening, everybody? Once again, this is Eric J. Olson for your monthly webinar. Hope you're having a good afternoon. Let's dive right into it. So I'm going to try to give you information about content, what you need to know about content for your law firm website in about 15 to 20 minutes. If there's any questions afterwards, I will answer those. So if you have questions or you think of any, put them in the chat and I will answer them live. All right. So let's get right to it. All right. So today we are talking about law firm content that attracts ideal clients. So Let's talk about just the word content before we dive like too deep into these slides. Content. What is content? The word content has a lot of different meanings. Sometimes when people say content, they mean long form articles or blog posts on their website, or maybe just any words on a website. Other times when people talk about content, they're actually talking about social media posts, or maybe the words in a post. If you think about like an Instagram post, you have the picture and you have the words. So content has this very kind of like ambiguous uh, understanding of what it is in some cases. In this particular case, this is content that is on your website that gets ranked and brings people to the website. So if that's not clear, let me know in the comments right now, but that is what we're going to be talking about content. So first, I'm going to play out a little scenario for you. Now, if you are a personal injury lawyer, this should probably sound very familiar. So first, I'd like to introduce Tom. Meet Tom. Tom is pretty banged up, as you can see from this slide. So his face is all messed up. He's got a bandage. What happened to Tom? Oh, look at his car. It is banged up, too. His car is banged up. So Tom got into an accident. So unfortunately for Tom, he's a little bit hurt. He's still alive. That's good. His car is messed up, so he has property damage. He has personal injury. What is he going to do to try to get some justice in this situation, especially when they'll and bad insurance company doesn't treat him very nice. What's he going to do? Who does he turn to? Well, who he turns to is the same company that 8.5 billion people use every single day. 8.5 billion searches are done on Google every single day. So he's turning to the exact same source that all these people that are running these searches every single day turn to. And that's Google. He has a problem. His problem is that his car is banged up. He has medical bills. The insurance company is probably jerking him around, not really treating him very nice. And he needs a little bit of relief here. He needs someone to help him out. And so he goes to Google to try to find someone to help him with the problem that he has. Now, who could that someone be? Again, if you are a personal injury attorney, you'd probably be raising your hand right now saying, yeah, that's me. I, I can help someone in that situation. So he goes to Google and what does he do there? Well, first, actually, I want to kind of like remind you about a little clue that was in this previous picture. Look at the license plate. So if you're just listening to this on the podcast after the fact, after the live webinar, number one, you should sign up for our webinar and go to thisisarray.com slash webinar. You can get this information live and you can ask questions as we go. But if you're watching right now, you can see the license plate that says New York. So this happened. Tom is in New York State. So let's play out this scenario. So I've actually recorded a video of me going into Google, doing what Tom probably does. And if you are someone 
who has access to a computer and your heart is still beating, then you probably do this on multiple times every single day when you're looking for something, anything, you are doing this right here. So let me go ahead and play this. Oh, of course, it's not going to play. Let's see if I can get it to play this way. Hold on one second. I have technical difficulties. You know what? I don't think it's going to work. I have a video recorded here and what I want to show you, but I'll explain instead is what's going on here is Tom goes in and he puts in New York personal injury lawyer and he gets search results. Now the search results are composed of ads at the top and then non ads at the bottom. Today we are talking about the non ads at the bottom. All right. So believe it or not, actually advertisements in Google are only clicked on 3% of the time. And if you know anything about Google, you know that people will skip right over those ads. You, you know, the ads are up top. People will skip over those ads and they'll go down to the section where it's what's called organic and that you get into the organic section through content. So let's talk about the objectives of content. What are the objectives? So I want to walk you through what you're hoping to get, right? So what I'm going to do is lay out what you could get if you invest in good content that attracts people. And then we will talk about the do's and don'ts of content. And then the idea, the ideal content program, and then what you can do to get started. So objectives of content. What are your objectives? Why are you doing this in the first place? Is it just to give people good information? No. What you're really looking for is this. And this is what we call the hockey stick. This is an actual screenshot of a PI law firm of ours. They are a client in Michigan. And what you can see here is that they started doing some content work back in like February of 2023. It was a little bit flat. They got a little bump around the middle of May or so of 2023, and then whew, it took off. So what we're looking at here are the number of keywords that are on the first page of Google for this law firm in their geographic region, which is Michigan. And for a long time, they had maybe 55 first page keywords. It bumped way up to 100, which is great. It's great. But it's nothing even close to what we're doing now, which is 220. Just instantaneous almost increase over time. This is kind of like the overnight success that took a long time to get there. You probably heard of that phenomenon. So this is one thing that you want to try to achieve. You want to get a lot of keywords on the first page. Now here's the same law firm, PI law firm in Michigan. And this time we're going to be looking at organic traffic. And so before we were looking at keywords, now it's organic traffic, the keywords and getting your page on or your, your website on the first page of Google for keywords is not actually the goal. The goal is to get people to your website and that's what's called organic traffic. The keywords are a way of getting there. It's like a stepping stone. First, you have to be on the first page of Google. Then you have to get them to click Then they come over to your website. So organic traffic here, you can see also, this is a hockey stick up and to the right, up and to the right, very rapid increases. This is all from SEO and from content. Here's a divorce law firm in Texas. They started at near zero in 2022 when we started with them. They had basically no keywords on the first page of Google. And once we started working with them, they bumped from zero up to about, let's just maybe like 50, 60. 
and then just a nice steady increase up to about 135 and then boom it went up to 180 just like that so these things can be a little slow in the beginning and there is some truth to the fact that seo and content it they take time but when they actually hit they hit so as it was taking time this client of ours the divorce law firm in texas was getting more and more and more keywords and then they got a nice little spike recently here is the same law firm a divorce law firm in texas we're looking at organic traffic now again up and to the right so it doesn't matter if you're in texas or michigan if you're a divorce lawyer or you're a pi lawyer uh shoot you could even be a business law firm in california or anywhere people are searching for business lawyers as if you're a business lawyer and you're listening right now or you're watching you may think oh i get all my work right now from referrals it's all referral based and you're probably right because you're not investing in the internet but i know for sure and this client here this business law firm in california knows for sure that there are people that are searching for your business law firm services on the internet now they may still be going to their cpa uh, to other trusted advisors to get recommendations but they're going to their trusted google people trust google and i want you to think about this the last time that you got a recommendation for a company whether it was a lawyer or someone to work on your house or something you got a recommendation what's the first thing you did i bet you went to google and you verified that recommendation meaning you looked at their reviews you looked to see if they were pissed off customers you looked at what their services were you wanted to find out on your own you validated the referral by going to google so even though you may have gotten a referral from someone you trust you actually trusted google more in that scenario so california michigan texas divorce personal injury business law it runs the gamut there are people searching for what you do and you need to get in front of them and the way you do that is through seo and really strong content hey there this is kevin daisy your host and founder of array digital if you're tired of wasting money with agencies that just can't get it done then please check out my law firm digital marketing agency at ArrayDigital.com. If you contact us there, you'll be sure to line up a meeting with me where we'll walk through your exact situation and come up with a plan for what you can do to improve your marketing results. I look forward to talking to you. Now back to the show. So let's talk about the do's and don'ts of content. So first, you do not want to write, quote, SEO copy. You don't want to do that. You almost want to write as if you're not even worried about SEO. You're just talking about a particular topic and you're going to get very narrow on that particular topic and very, very deep. There's a phrase like uh, inch wide, a mile deep. That's what you're doing here when it comes to the content that you want to write. You want to write a lot about a particular single topic. Do not be bouncing around. So you want to write for the human reader that is interested in that particular topic and you want to give them everything they need to know about that particular topic headlines headlines and headlines that is tip number two for the things you need to do be thinking about the headlines the headlines are very important for several reasons one 
even though you are writing for humans and even though Google is consuming that content and they're ranking you based on that, you need to have long form content, but most human readers, most of the time are not reading the content. The content will be indexed by Google. It will get humans to your website, but when they get to your website, they're really just kind of taking in the gist of what it is that you have to say on your website. And that really comes through very clearly with headlines. You've probably heard the phrase uh, headline skimmers. That's a real thing. And we have software on our clients' websites that will show where people are moving on a website and a web page, individual web pages and what sections they're going to. And we can see that people are going from one headline to the next and they scroll to the next. People are reading the headlines and they're getting the gist of what that page says. And then they go somewhere else and they do the exact same thing, hopefully on your website, but on a different web page. They are consuming headlines for the most part. Now, the content that you write in between the headlines needs to be very, very good for the 10 to 20% of people that are really going to dive in and really want to know what's going on. But most people, they're just reading the headlines. All right, do the thing you need to do. Number three, diligent research and targeted keywords. This is incredibly important. You need to do your research. Now, I'll show you some ways that we do that in just a second. But what you don't want to do is have a block of time on your calendar. Let's say it's later this afternoon. All right, I'm going to write for two hours. And when that two-hour block starts, you have no clue what you're going to write about. And this is what happens a lot of times when people do their own content is they don't know what they're going to write about. Or they write about something that just happened to them in the office this morning. Or they're writing about something unrelated to the kinds of clients that they want to attract. So you need to do your research and you do that by using special tools that will tell you what people are actually searching for on Google. Now we have access to those tools. We can tell you exactly what phrases people are searching the most that has to do with your law firm. So you need to be very diligent about the research, about the strategy, and then picking those keywords that you want to target. So those are the three do's. Write for humans, pay special attention to the headlines, and do diligent research before you sit down to start writing. Now, let's cover some don'ts, things that you do not want to do. Number one, I kind of alluded to this before, which is you do not want to write for SEO. You want to write for human beings. So if you're still thinking like people did five or 10 or 15 years ago about like, I got to get this keyword in here as much as possible. I got to keyword stuff, which is number two, I got to write for SEO. I'm writing for the algorithms. If you're thinking like that, you're already doomed. So do not write for SEO. You're writing for humans. Now, number two is do not keyword stuff. I can't tell you how many times I go to a website still today in 2023, and I see text that is on the web page, but it's the same color as the background of a web page. Like the text is white, the background of the web page is white, so you don't visibly see anything. But if you hover over it with your mouse, it highlights and you can tell there's words there. It doesn't work. And trust me, like Google is very, very sophisticated when it comes to figuring these kinds of things out. They've seen it literally thousands or hundreds of thousands of times. They're on to you. So if you are writing with the intention of keyword stuffing, like, and going back to my example of uh, the last one was a divorce lawyer in Texas. Is that the one? No, it was a business law firm in California. If I were to, to keyword stuff for that particular firm, I would write things like, you just arrived to a web page for business law in California. In California, when we perform business law, 
we do this, this, and this, you're keyword stuffing. It has to be natural. Stop keyword stuffing. It doesn't work. Matter of fact, you could be penalized if you do to it, do it too much. Now, number three is very important. You do not want to cannibalize your other content. Now, what do I mean by that? So when you cannibalize your other content, what is happening is you have a piece of content on, let's say, business law in California. That, that's very, very broad. We wouldn't write something that broad, but let's just say that was the phrase that we were going after. That was the keyword that we wanted ranked. And it was starting to get some traction in Google. And then we come around and we write a second piece on business law in California. That second piece is not going to compete with the first piece. It's going to cannibalize any SEO value that the first piece had. And now what you're going to do is at best have two pieces that are ranking half as good as the first one was. You don't want that. What you want is one piece, exactly one piece on your website that is going after that keyword. You don't want two pieces. You don't want three pieces. You don't want four pieces. You want one. So there's a strategy here to writing content. Again, most lawyers, when they sit down to write their content, they don't even know what they're going to write about. Never mind have an actual SEO strategy behind it. But if you're going to spend hours upon hours of time writing and getting it perfect for the public, you actually want to help people. You want people to see it. So you need to do it in a very strategic fashion where you're giving them information that will lead them to your website so that you can help them with their problem. Remember Tom? Help Tom by writing about how in New York, you can help him with this car crash. That actually helps him. All right, so let's talk about the ideal content program. So the ideal content program, first of all, can cover many different kinds of content in the law firm industry. So this is an example of some of the different kinds of legal content that probably many of you that are watching me or listening to me later are interested in. You want a company to write content for you, or you want to write content, or you want to have your people write content when they are very familiar with the law in different practice areas and different geographies. So you need some breadth there. Now, this goes to research and strategy. Now, this is an example, a real example, actually, that you're looking at of the strategy that we are using on the Array Digital website. So this is not client facing. This is what we did. This is already done. It's already out on our website, but we know exactly what we're going for. Now we know things like the topic. We know the keywords we're going after. We know the volume of those keywords. Again, remember I told you that there's these tools where we can find all this information out before we start to sit down and write. And we know the keyword difficulty. And based on all this data, we have a strategy that we go after in order to get law firms like you to be attracted to our website. We take that strategy and we create a content calendar. And you can see here, we do an awful lot of content. I don't know how many of these pieces are in May, but it's probably looking at it at least 10, maybe 12 pieces we wrote in May. And then we repeat that for June. And then we repeat that for July and we repeat it for September. And it's an ongoing content process where we are actively targeting very specific keywords for us. This would be the same thing you would do for your law firm. So that's the ideal program. You have writers that know their particular area, like your practice area, and in your state, you do the research and you have a content calendar and then you go execute it. So all those things that I just mentioned are all things, frankly, you can get from here at Array Digital. We have spent many, many, many thousands of dollars, upwards of a million dollars to be quite honest with you over the years, 
to create our SEO and our content strategy. And we've done a lot of things right, and we've done a lot of things wrong, but we have a world-class solution here. So if you want to get started, I'm gonna walk you through what that means. Now, most of our law firm clients are over $1 million of annual revenue. Under a million dollars, we do have clients that are under a million dollars, but at that lower revenue level, there's frankly just not quite enough free profit, if you will, to reinvest back into your marketing in order to get this machine running. Now we can do things for you and we do for our smaller clients, but we may not be able to give you everything that you need. So if you remember back to the charts that I showed you where they go up and to the right, there's a steady decline decline of results. Well, if you're under a million dollars, it's, it's going to be a little more flat. Now, we will get you results for sure. But if you're over a million dollars, what we found is that you generally bring the budget that is required in order for us to do things like write the content that you need, right? Because let's say that we only write 1500 words of content for you because you just can't afford more, but someone that brings the appropriate budget can afford 15,000 words. Who do you think is going to do better? This is all based on budget. This is not just us picking some price out of thin air, but like what can you afford when it comes to the content that you need created? And you are ready to invest about $5,000 or more per month. And if you want to grow your firm, and now this last one's important because some people, they're just not interested in growing their law firm. They're just not interested in growing their law firm. They're interested in going to an office every single day, working whatever cases happen to come through, and then going home at night and just repeating for weeks, months, and years with no growth. If you are watching, this video, this webinar, or you are listening to the podcast after, my guess is that is not you. You would not be spending your time learning, trying to figure out how you can help your law firm. So if this does sound like you, you could be a great fit for us and we could be a great fit for you. Now, the first thing that we need to try to figure out if you are a fit is we have a an assessment meeting. So the first step is we will have an assessment. We cover a lot of different things. If you're listening and you're not watching, there's, there's a ton of different areas that we cover from the website to your SEO, to your content, to your advertising, to your social media. We're going to take a real good look at what's going on under the hood and give you specific recommendations for you. We're not going to just sell you some service like most agencies. I need to know who you are and what your law firm is all about and what your goals are. And then based on that and the digital marketing assessment, we can come up with recommendations for you. And these recommendations are especially for you. So if this is something that you're interested in, please reach out. Again, my name is Eric J. Olson. I am the CEO of Array Digital. And you can always reach out and contact me at thisisarray.com slash contact. Now, this is where I typically ask for questions. I don't think we have any right now. So unless one pops up in the next two seconds, I'm going to wrap this up and I don't see any. So that is it for our webinar for August. I hope this was valuable to you. Again, if you like this kind of information, sign up for the webinar. You can go to thisarray.com and you can find our latest webinar. You can also listen after the fact on our podcast, the Managing Partners Podcast. A new episode drops every single week of the Managing Partners Podcast, where we typically are interviewing managing partners of America's best law firms. So check that out. That drops every Thursday. We also have an email newsletter and even a printed newsletter. Like as a digital marketing agency, we have gone old school and we are printing and mailing real newsletters that you can hold in your hand. How cool is that? All right. Our next webinar is going to be in September. So check out the website, sign up for that, and I will see you then. Thank you for listening. 
We have been producing this podcast for years, have had hundreds of guests, and produced hundreds of episodes. We don't ask for much, but I do have one ask. If you find value in this podcast, please share it with one person just like you. The best way to do that is to send them to ArrayDigital.com, where we have a full library of all the episodes that they can sort by practice area and or state. So again, we appreciate you listening and thanks for sharing.